Hello, hello, hello. Welcome again to another episode of Lati Talks. This is your host, Thomas Belcher, missionary on deputation to the U.S. Territory of Guam. Thank you for joining me today here at uh, Lati Talks for Word Wednesday. I'm looking forward to seeing what the Word of God has for us today and what God and preaching what God has laid on my heart. Do forgive me if I cough quite a bit during this, during this session today. It's not COVID, I promise. It's my allergies are finally flaring up with spring on the horizon. So uh, with COVID still being around, it, you have to kind of put out that public service announcement everywhere you go or every time you preach that you're not actually having COVID. So now on to the Bible reading. If you, if you are available to or have your Bible with you, open with me to Matthew chapter 26, starting with verse 21. We'll look and see what the Bible has for us today as we look at when the Christian becomes a Judas. When the Christian becomes a Judas. Matthew 26, 21 starts, And as they did eat, he said, Verily I say unto you, that one of you shall betray me. And they were exceeding sorrowful, and began every one of them to say unto him, Lord, is it I? And he answered and said, he that dippeth, dippeth his hand with me in the dish, the same shall betray me. The Son of Man goeth as it is written of him, but woe unto him, woe unto that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It had been good for that man if he had not been born. Then Judas, which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? He said unto him, Thou hast said. Now the betrayal of Judas is a well-known Bible story among Christians and even among the world. People refer to others who betrayed them as a Judas, though people who say that tend to not fully understand the grasp or the significance of the severity of this betrayal. People use uh, that and accuse people of being a Judas or an Iscariot for a sense of betrayal, but they don't understand that there is no greater betrayal than what Judas did. People may betray us. We may feel betrayed by people sometimes. But it pales in significance to what Jesus, what Judas did to Jesus. Judas was there at the beginning of Jesus' earthly ministry and was almost there for the end of it. From what the Bible tells us, though he had been there from the beginning, he really didn't do much. He's first mentioned in Matthew chapter 10, verse 4, and isn't mentioned again until Matthew 26, when he betrays Christ to the chief priests. The only thing that he is known for in the Bible is his betrayal of Christ. You're looking at a man who really didn't participate, or at least from what we're led to believe, didn't participate in any of the major miracles, didn't work in the ministry of Christ, didn't help Christ at all, in fact, the only thing he's known for is the betrayal that he commits in the Bible. What he did was a heinous act. It was vile, despicable, and so heinous that that is what he's become known for. Not serving Christ, as the other disciples have, be, have come to be known for, but rather being Judas Iscariot, the man who betrayed Christ. Truth be told... He deserves this reputation. He committed the worst act that anyone could possibly ever commit. But we Christians cannot 
and I cannot repeat this enough, we cannot stand in judgment of him for his actions because some of us Christians perform those same actions. We perform the same actions in betraying Christ. What am I talking about? I'm talking about when the Christian goes from following Christ to betraying him, when a Christian becomes a Judas. What caused the downfall of, what caused the downfall of Judas was the sin in his life, the sin that ultimately led to him betraying Christ. You may be sitting here and you may be listening thinking there is no way that I could ever do anything as bad as what Jesus did. Well, let's talk about when we, ourselves the Christian, turn into a Judas. Look with me in Matthew 26, 14. Then one of the twelve, called Judas Iscariot, went unto the chief priests and said unto them, What will ye give me? And I will deliver him unto you. And they covenanted with him for thirty pieces of silver. And from that time he sought opportunity to betray, to betray him. Number one, you become a Judas when you, stop, when you stop fighting sin. You become a Judas when you stop fighting sin. I wonder how long Judas had been fighting this temptation. How long he had been fighting sin in his life. How long had he been tempted to go claim a reward for the head of Jesus Christ? You see, Jesus, uh, Judas didn't just first sin when he brought the guards to Christ later on in the same chapter. No, he, he first sinned when he stopped fighting the temptations of sin in his own life. When he finally said, you know what, let's do it. I'm going to give my flesh what it wants. Christian, fighting sin and temptations in our lives is an everyday battle. It's hard and it, ta it, ta and it takes a walk with God to make it through. Will you never fall into sin again? No. But that doesn't mean that we should stop fighting temptation and go into sin. Because when we do that... Guess what? That is when we become a Judas. When we stop fighting the sin and temptation in our lives that Christ died on the cross to save us from, that is when we have betrayed Christ. Unfortunately, we have many Christians today choosing to stop fighting sin and even welcoming it into their homes. We have Christian parents that stop watching what they put on the TV and are surprised when their children start cursing and doing things that a Christian ought not to do. We have Christian dads who are choosing to no longer fight sin and thus stop leading their families in daily devotions, but yet are shocked when their children are acting like the world and their household isn't what it should be. Christian fighting sin and temptation is not easy. Even Christ had to fight the temptations of the devil. But we have to keep fighting. We have to give it all that we have. If we fall and sin, then we ask God for forgiveness. We ask Jesus for forgiveness. And then we get back up and fight again. I don't want to be a Judas because I got too tired of fighting sin and temptation. Friend, Judas committed an unspeakable act when he betrayed Christ. But what we fail to realize is that whenever we stop fighting, whenever we give up our fight on sin, 
That is when we have committed the same sin that Judas did, and we become no less and no better than Judas Iscariot. Too many of us Christians are stopping the fight on sin. That's pretty clear in this world today. We're getting too tired, or worse yet, too distracted. The devil keeps us distracted from our Christian duties with the news, politics, work, anything that he can get his hands on to use against us. And if we are not careful, we're going to let all of these things wear us down to the point that we take our guard down. And you know what? When we do that and stop fighting sin in our lives, then that is when we are beaten. Christian, don't give up. You may be tired. Temptation may be wearing you down, but don't give up. I urge you, don't stop fighting. Keep going. Flee to God in prayer whenever temptation comes your way. Run straight to the Lord. Run straight into that high tower of protection. When I was growing up, the worst feeling I ever, I ever had was knowing that I had disappointed my parents by doing something wrong. My parents didn't hate me, but they weren't happy with what I had done and they were disappointed in me. It's time that we Christians start asking ourselves how disappointed is Christ in us when we stop fighting, when we stop fighting the temptations in our lives, in our lives and the sin that he died on the cross to save us from. I know I haven't in the past and I've asked forgiveness for it. But I wonder what the look is on God's face when he sees us stop fighting, when he sees us become a Judas when we stop fighting the sin and the temptations in our lives. Number two, look with me in Matthew chapter 26, verse 48. Now he that betrayed him gave them a sign, saying, Whomsoever I shall kiss, that same is he, hold him fast. Point number two, you become a Judas when you intend to sin. The Christian first becomes a Judas when they stop fighting sin in their lives. But it only gets worse from there. Once you let the devil have a foot in the door, he's going to widen the door and come in. The Christian who stops fighting sin will stop seeing what is wrong with it and will, and will begin to intend to start to, to commit it. Judas' sin was not complete when he went to the high priests and sold Christ for silver. No, his sin was complete when he led the guards to Christ and gave Christ away. Judas stopped fighting the sin and temptation in his life and then began to intend to commit sin. Christian, when we begin to intend to sin, when we decide that maybe that movie we should watch isn't we shouldn't watch isn't so bad or that place we shouldn't go can't be that bad, those words, I shouldn't say, are actually funny. When we decide that we are going to sin, then we have become nothing better than a Judas. You may be listening today and be thinking, well, that doesn't count for me. My sin isn't as bad as, Judas, as what Judas did. Let me tell you something, friends. Sin is sin. It bears the same penalty, and if we aren't saved, if you listening are not saved, and every time that we succumb to our temptations and the sin in our lives, 
and we set out to fulfill the lust of our eyes or the lust of the flesh, then we are no better than Judas. That's why it's important to have a daily walk with God. In 1 Peter 5.8, it says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Now, do you think that you can go about your everyday life and make it against the devil? Do you think that you can lead a pleasing life to God if you don't crucify your flesh daily, walk in the Word of God, and have a personal fellowship with Christ? I've seen the documentaries of lions on Animal Planet before. Their prey may last for a little bit without protection. Maybe a couple of seconds, minutes. But eventually that lion that's been stalking them gets its prey. And that prey becomes that day's dinner. Friend, when we intend to sin, we turn our own backs on Christ and what He has done for us. Every sin that we have committed, we intended to do. Just like getting that extra cookie that your mom and dad said you couldn't have, that cookie didn't accidentally get in your mouth. You willfully took it, disobeyed your parents, and you sinned. Folks, it's the same when you are older. Our sin that we commit is committed through our own intention. We may, it may look small in our, in our eyes, but sin is sin. It bears the same penalty, for the wages of sin is death. When you intend to sin and you walk down that road to destruction, you've become a Judas. Point number three. Look with me in Matthew 26, 25. Then Judas, which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? He said unto him, Thou hast said. Number three, you become a Judas when you conceal sin. You become a Judas when you conceal sin. It is one thing to give up the fight on sin. It's another when you intend to sin. But probably the worst thing that a person can do, especially with a God who can see everything and be everywhere, is try and conceal sin. That's what Judas had been doing at this point. He had betrayed Christ, but couldn't let Christ know about it until the time was right. He had to have it be a surprise so that Christ or the other disciples couldn't run away or be warned and flee. But unfortunately for Judas, Christ already knew. And it is here that Christ lets him know this. Judas had been living a lie and was doing his best to conceal the horrible sin that he had committed. He knew he did wrong, but he was trying to conceal it. Friend, there's no difference here between Judas concealing his sin and the Christian who sins and thinks that no one knows about it. Let me tell you something. Whatever we do in life, however hard we try to conceal it from God, God knows. God knows the sin you are trying to hide in your life. God knows the sin that this country has perpetrated and tried to sweep under the rug. God knows our own sins. Christian, you may be listening today with a sin in your life that you think no one knows about. You've concealed it so well that there's no way that anyone besides you could know about this sin. 
friend, you're wrong. I am not I may not know your sin. Your personal pastor may not know your sin, but God does. And every time that we conceal our sin from him, every time that we refuse to tell God about it and ask for forgiveness, we've become a Judas. Friend, there's no point in trying to hide our sin from God. Christ was never around when Judas betrayed him, and yet he knew about it. You can't conceal sin from God, so why, why even try? Why would you even try to conceal it? If there is unconfessed sin in your life right now, you need to make it right. You need to get to an altar or get down on your knees or do, if you're driving right now, say a small prayer. Don't close your eyes, of course. Stay, but pay attention on the road. Or if you feel led to do it, pull off to the side of the road, pull into a parking lot. Make it right with God. America has been put on the fast track to judgment because of the sin our country has committed and tried to conceal. I don't know about you, but whenever I disobeyed my parents, the punishment was always going to be bad, but the punishment got worse when I tried to hide it from my parents. It was always better when I went up to my parents and told them what I had been doing and I knew it was wrong and I asked forgiveness. But when I tried to conceal it, that's usually when I got a, a spanking. Down in the South, they call it a whooping. Normally, normally I would say whooping, but you know, not everybody knows what that means. <laughs> but millions of children have been murdered in abortion. But don't think about it. Let's conceal that. Here, have another stimulus check. Ignore the problem, just have some more money. Christians have been persecuted under the guise of fighting COVID. But don't think about it. Don't think about it. Don't be concerned. Here's a new movie from Hollywood with that famous actor you like, who, by the way, is a pedophile and a whoremonger. Sorry. That's what they are. But don't think about that either. Stop trying to conceal sin in your life. Let's get right with God. Let's confess, let's confess our sins to Him and live holy, separated lives for Him. The truth in this message is simple. It's that at one point or another, you and I have been a Judas. Whether you stopped fighting sin, intended to sin, or tried to conceal it, we've all been a Judas at one point or another in our lives. No one is above any other person. I, I'm not sinless. The only, the only person who's ever been sinless was Jesus Christ. Is Jesus Christ. Oh, pardon me. 
But the point of this sermon, the point of this message, is to help us realize that when we do fall into sin, is that we betray Christ in such a way that it's as bad, if not worse, than when Judas betrayed Christ. Friend, the, our goal in our Christian lives, in our everyday Christian lives, should not be to look at sin and walk on the razor's edge and maybe fall into it. Our goal should be to flee away from sin as much as possible, to run from it and to run from God, to fight sin no matter what the cost. Will we always succeed? No. Unfortunately not. We still have a flesh nature and the devil's going to use that flesh nature to try and keep us down, especially when you as a Christian are doing a work for God. But you know what's great about it? You know what's fantastic about this? We have a Savior who is holy and just and will forgive us of our sins. He is willing to give us another chance. A chance for us to get back on our feet and try again. Praise God that we serve a Lord who loves us. It is the duty of every Christian to keep from being a Judas. Will you always succeed? Like I said before, no, you won't. It's sad. But the just man falleth seven times and riseth up again. Don't just, fall, don't just fall into sin and stay there. Get up, repent, ask God for forgiveness, and move on. Stay away from sin. Let's quit betraying Christ today by following sin, and let's ask forgiveness and follow Him. Thank you again for joining me today for another Word Wednesday. Please join us again this coming Monday for Missions Monday. We've got an exciting new segment coming out. I'm not going to spoil it until the last minute. So, haha. I'm not going to give you a sneak preview. But thank you for joining us today. God bless you all, and I pray that God will bless you today, and that if at all possible, please witness to someone today. I pray that God uses you personally as a conduit of blessing. Thank you for joining us today, and God bless. Mm -hmm.